Hi there. Welcome back to the Rust-Based Weight Loss podcast series. In this episode, I'm going to continue the conversation from yesterday's episode, and I'm going to provide some tips, some keto tips for those of you that are carboholics. <laughs> you love your carbs, but you want to go keto. That's something that you want to try, and you don't just want to try it, but you want to be successful at it. I want to give you some tips in this episode, but first, in case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I am a nutrition and lifestyle coach, and rest-based weight loss is a lifestyle strategy that gives you the tools you need to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. Four years ago, when I started my weight loss journey, and when I say started my weight loss journey, I don't mean that four years ago was the first time that I tried to lose weight. It was actually eight years prior to four years ago that I was trying off and on in between my pregnancies to lose weight, to lose stubborn fat, but I kept failing. I kept gaining back the weight that I lost. I couldn't sustain a diet for more than three days. I couldn't sustain any of my results. And then four years ago, I found a strategy that allowed me to lose 33 pounds, 12% of my body fat, and seven dress sizes in about five to six months. I didn't count any calories. I didn't count macros. I didn't go on any special diet. I didn't do any painful exercise. In fact, I only exercised 15 minutes a day, three days a week. But the most amazing part of that transformation was the fact that I've been able to keep that weight off for the past four years. Now, 2019 will make five years that I've been able to keep the weight off. And one of the statistics that I throw out there frequently is the fact that 95% of people who lose weight gain it back within two to five years. And so what was it about my journey that put me from uh, the first statistic, the being part of the 95% that couldn't sustain any weight to being part of the 5% now, now that I'm starting my fifth year of being able to maintain my weight loss. And I will certainly not be going back to the weight that I was before. What was the difference? Well, the difference was changing four very specific lifestyle areas, four very specific areas of my life I learned after the fact that these lifestyle areas must be transformed in order to lose weight, number one, and then to keep it off, number two. And so Rest-Based Weight Loss, this podcast series aims to teach you more about what those lifestyle areas are, teach you how to uh, achieve the results that I was able to achieve, but in a way that works for you, your lifestyle and your metabolism. So if you want to submit your question, your comment, or your weight loss story to me, I would love to hear it. And I would love to address it in one of these podcast episodes. You can go to operationfixmylife.com slash question and answer. I will link it in the description of this episode. Okay. So yesterday I uh, addressed the topic of keto. Keto is really popular right now. I mean, it's, it's, it's gained, it's, fluctuated, waned, waxed and waned in popularity over the past several years, but I I feel like it's on the upswing again. 
And uh, I, address, I I mentioned in yesterday's episode that, you know, going keto does not work for everyone. And I tried to explain a little bit of the science behind why it is that some people start a ketogenic diet, lose a bunch of weight, keep the weight off and continue eating keto. And like they just turn, they transform their lifestyles into this keto lifestyle. They sort of live in ketosis and they're able to be really successful. Whereas other people will start a keto diet. They may get uh, like three days in before they fail, or they may get like 21 days in, like three weeks in before they fail, or they'll get like three months in before they fail and just go backwards. They might even get as far as like six months in before something like Christmas happens and then they fail and go backwards. So what's the difference? Why is it that some people uh, can be really successful and others can try and fail miserably? Well, in yesterday's episode, I introduced the concept of the four major neurotransmitters that we all produce, that every human being produces, but how these major neurotransmitters have an impact on whether or not something like a ketogenic diet will work for you and if it'll, if it'll be sustainable for you. So there is a neurotransmitter called acetylcholine. Acetylcholine is the neurotransmitter that feeds off of fat. So if you are someone that overproduces acetylcholine, then having fat, eating fat actually sends reward signals to your brain, sends reward signals to your body. And, uh, it promotes, it promotes, uh, it promotes just, uh, the reward signals just push you to continue consuming fat. Do you know what I mean? So if you overproduce acetylcholine and acetylcholine needs fat to function, once you switch to a diet that's higher in fat, your body will reward you. Your body will, will reward you by losing weight, by increasing energy, by stabilizing your mood, by uh, making life just in general feel, uh, feel amazing. Uh, and I am someone who overproduces acetylcholine. I mentioned in yesterday's episode that in after like when I was about four or five weeks into the start of my journey four years ago, I switched from more of a paleo style diet to more of a ketogenic diet where I decrease my protein intake a little bit. I increase my fat intake and, and the weight just melted. The weight just fell off of me and it fell off so quickly. Well, I found out a couple of years later that it just so happens that I overproduce acetylcholine. So my body was just essentially rewarding me, uh, for the fact that it need this whole entire time, it needed more fat. So the other two neurotransmitters that I mentioned in yesterday's episode, I mentioned dopamine and serotonin. Dopamine is the neurotransmitter that actually needs sugar. It needs sugar, caffeine, cocoa. It needs those things in order to send reward signals to make you feel good, to make you feel happy, uh, to make you feel, uh, to stabilize your mood, okay? Serotonin, another neurotransmitter, serotonin is the neurotransmitter that needs carbohydrates. Carbohydrates is, uh, carbohydrates, that's what serotonin needs. 
So that means that if you overproduce dopamine, if you overproduce serotonin, but you are balanced, you, you uh, produce a balanced amount of acetylcholine, then going keto is not going to do anything for you. It's not going to allow you to see, number one, you probably won't see very many results because your metabolism is going to become extremely stressed out and you going super low carb and super low sugar. Does that make sense? If your body needs the carbs because you're low in serotonin or you overproduce serotonin, or if your body needs the sugar because of your dopamine issue, then extracting those, depriving yourselves of those macronutrients is going to send you on a binge fest. And a lot of people think that, you know, a lot of people uh, just are so down on themselves because they don't have the willpower to stick to a ketogenic diet like other people do. And I'm here to tell you that it's not your willpower. Your willpower is not the problem. You are, uh, you are genetically predisposed to needing a little more carb, needing a little, a little more sugar than other people do. So adding, introducing fat, especially if you are already balanced in acetylcholine, introducing fat is just, uh, that's, that's, it's going to do nothing, but just add in some, like some calories that your body is just going to save for a rainy day. It's not going to do anything. So here's the question. What if you are, and you'll know, you, you'll, you'll know, you don't have to take, I do have an assessment um, that I give to my clients so that they can find out what their percentages are in each of these neurotransmitters. But I mean, the easiest way to be able to know uh, where you stand is uh, to deprive yourself, cut out all carbs, cut out all sugar, cut out all fat. Do that for like three days. And then on day three, write down specifically what it is that you're craving. If you're craving sugar, if you're craving sweets and desserts, if you're, you know, if you're craving those things, then uh, you have a dopamine issue. If you're craving carbs, bread, pasta, salty carbs, chips, those types of things, then you have a serotonin issue. If you're craving fat, greasy foods, cheeseburgers, uh, uh, pizza, uh, really heavy, dense sour cream, like really fatty foods, then you are, then you actually would, will probably do very well then on a keto diet because your body needs fat. So that's the quickest way to be able to find out what it is that your body needs. Now, let's say you are someone that needs more sugar or you need more carbs. How can you possibly, uh, achieve the same type of results? How can you achieve keto style results if you're a carboholic? or if you love your sugar. I, I'm gonna push aside sugar for this episode because sugar is a little more complicated. Uh, there are some people that need sugar and that can just do well on having natural sugars, like the sugar that comes from fruit. And then those are and then there are, are some of you that just have like candida overgrowth. Um, there are some of you that need to do some, uh, like a sugar detox. There are some of you where your, your body doesn't necessarily need sugar. It's just that you have accustomed your body to a living off of sugar. And so it's more so of a, a lifestyle, like behavioral craving 
that you have instead of uh, like a lifestyle, behavioral or emotional craving that you have instead of the fact that your body just, you know, your your body is lacking in dopamine and needs the sugar in that regards. So sugar, I'm going to save for a different episode. Uh, but in this episode, I want to talk to those of you that love your carbs, that like you need your carbs and carbohydrates, very similarly to sugar. It can be like a behavioral thing. You know, it can be just like a lifestyle thing. Uh, but for some of you, no, you need a little bit of carb. You need a little more carb than others just to be able to function. So how do you achieve keto style results if you need a little more carb? Well, I want to introduce something to you that I call the 80-20 rule. And this is something that I introduce to clients, to people that I work with. When uh, I, I work with someone who I would love to have them adopt more of a, a moderate protein, high fat diet, but they need carb, but they're carb, like they can't live without their carbs. I introduced them to something called the 80-20 rule. Before I mention what that is, I want to explain something to you. And this is really important for everybody that's listening. Write this down. Like, remember this. When you are trying to lose weight, you're trying to change your nutrition, you're trying to change your diet. I want to tell you something. If you are burn, if your metabolism burns sugar for energy and there's like a 95% chance that your metab- that you burn sugar for energy, because if you're not eating a high fat diet already, like you're eating mostly, you know, whole grains and those types of things, carbohydrates, sugars, starches, then more than likely 95% chance, I'd say 97% chance, your metabolism burns sugar for energy. So if your metabolism burns sugar for energy, if you eat something that is a combination of both fat and carbohydrate, fat and starch, fat and sugar, then what your body is going to do, your metabolism is going to take the carbohydrate, the starch or the sugar, take a little bit of, of that particular macronutrient, burn it for energy, and then store everything else as fat. So store the fat that you eat as fat. Store the excess carbohydrate, the excess sugar, store that all as fat. So this is just a quick tip for those of you uh, that are trying to diet, trying to lose weight, trying to change your nutrition. Don't like just rule number one, rule number one, do not eat both fat and starch together separate those things. Okay. If you're going to have something, if you're going to have a food that has fat, don't eat it with something that also has starch or carb or sugar. Uh, what that looks like some examples, uh, a cheeseburger is a perfect example. You have the, the animal fat from the burger. You have the, the fat and the cheese. Okay. And then you have the carb with the bread. That's a fat carb combination. Your body is going to take the carb from that cheeseburger, burn just a little bit of the bread for energy and then store the rest of that as fat. Uh, Another perfect example is pizza, the fat from the cheese and the carb from the dough. Ice cream, the fat from the cream (laughs) and then the sugar, you know, from, from the ice cream. Another great example is a baked potato like a loaded baked potato. You have the potato, you have cheese, you have bacon, sour cream. My gosh, that is a huge fat starch combination. Okay. So if you're trying to change your diet, uh, tip, tip number one, rule 101, separate your starch from your carb. Don't eat those two things together. Now transitioning into the 80, 20 rule, 
This is essentially what I teach my clients who I want them to be able to achieve keto style results without, uh, without them having to give up carbs. Essentially what you want to do is you want to make sure that 80% of everything that you eat, 80% of everything, every meal that you sit down to have 80% of that meal needs to be high in protein fibrous vegetables and water, like make sure that you have some, you know, either water through your vegetables or water through fruit, um, some sort of fat, some sort of healthy fat, 80% of your plate. Okay. So what that looks like, that looks like a chicken or a fish or a steak, um, turkey, meatloaf, you know, uh, a, a protein, fibrous vegetables, and by fibrous, the, the best fibrous vegetables are your low starch vegetables, not your starchy vegetables, but, uh, vegetables that are, that are lower in, lower in starch. And those vegetables include like kale, broccoli, spinach, Brussels sprouts, peppers. Okay. Non-starchy vegetables that have a lot of fiber that should make up the majority of your plate. And then make sure that your meat and your vegetables are like cooked in some sort of healthy fat. Make sure that they're cooked in like coconut oil, cooked in ghee, uh, cooked in grass fed butter, cooked in olive oil. Okay. That's how you can get your healthy fat portion in there. Or you can add in like avocado into whatever meal, you know, a, a half avocado or a couple slices of avocado into the meal that you're, that you're eating. All right. So you have your protein, your fibrous vegetables, you have your fat, you have your nice tall glass of water or tea, you know, that you're having with your meal and that's 80%. And then the remaining 20% of your plate, the remaining 20% of your meal is going to be, that's going to be, that can be your carb. It can be whatever you want. If you can do this, do that and then stick to just three meals a day you'll achieve the same results, the same exact results as, as those that like go full keto. You won't go fully into ketosis, but you will still achieve the same weight loss results as those who, you know, just dive straight into keto. If you are, if you love your carbs, if you need your carbs, this is the best way to be able to lose weight keto style while still being able to have your carbs. Okay. So try that out, try that out and then go to operationfixmylife.com slash question and answer and let me know how it works for you. Give it a try for like a week and then let me know how it works. Okay. All right. So that's all I have today. Um, once again, if you have a question or comment, please go to that link to submit it. And once again, I am your host, Lene Urban. This is another episode of the rest based weight loss podcast series. Can't wait to see you next time.